0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element
1: it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's
2: give your parents a
1: call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 37 of Gaming with the Moms. I am Nicole Tanner, I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org, and the mother of a three-year-old. I'm joined by fellow mom, publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi. And our two lovely colleagues, Simone de Rochefort and Courtney Holmes. Hello. Woo. We just did Ow. a fist bump. We yeah, did fist, fist bump. bump. I
0: was hoping it would make, like, the nice cracking knuckle noise that it made last time we fist bumped, but uh, no. I guess I've worked out all those kinks.
3: Wow. <laughs> I don't like cracking my knuckles.
0: I don't either. I hate it. My roommate does it all the time. and. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so holidays. How was everybody's holiday? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's
0: twenty sixteen. I think Courtney had the most exciting holiday because she played Assassin's Creed Syndicate the whole time. Well, no one to Hawaii, Okay, she wins. Okay, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I went to Cancun. Yeah, no one, no one cares right. okay. about your tropical <laughs> vacation. We stayed home and played video games. <laughs> <laughs> I slept a lot. <laughs> well, that's that's not a bad thing either. Cancun was awesome, except for the trip down there in which Anna was very sick and threw up like I don't know twenty one times, six of which were on the airplane. It was just poor child. A nightmare. I am so so Hopefully we will never have to deal with that ever again. But she was fine like the second day we were there. So Mm -hmm. she bounced back quick. She did bounce back quick. She (laughs) knew there was a pool involved. So Ah. Yeah. yeah. You can't go in the pool if you're going to throw up all
0: the time. That is true. <laughs> it's always been my rule. They <laughs> don't like that. They
2: are they at yeah. resorts, you know, when kids do things in pools. Yeah. That little, is not touchy? a popular
1: thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what else? What, what did you guys
0: do? I went back to my hometown for a few days, um, saw Star Wars twice, and it was great. Yeah, I forgot uh, we got to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, we are going to have to talk about that. I honestly did not do much. I, I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of sleeping. I did a lot of vacuuming.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I made reservations to see Star Wars. January 14th at 3 p.m. Wow, so you are planning ahead. I know. I have not
1: seen it yet. <laughs> you have not seen it. Oh, this no. This be a spoiler podcast. No. Then maybe podcast. we can't
0: talk about it. Yes.
1: You know, <laughs> know have... that thing where the guy does that other oh, thing? Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> that was That thing. Yeah, yeah, part, was so cool. My yeah. favorite part,
0: definitely. But uh, my other favorite part was when the thing happened with the thing. Right. Yeah, that was good.
3: BB8 is so cute.
0: Okay, that's definitely not a spoiler. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's just
2: yes. a truth universally acknowledged <laughs> (laughs) by all i Mm -hmm. hope okay so have you guys heard of anyone who did not like the movie i've seen
3: people online who were kind of on the fence or like oh it's fine but everyone's overreacting um
1: i haven't really run into anybody at least on my circle everybody Mm -hmm. really loves it okay
2: so lisa saw it (gasps) Uh and she did not like it whoa i was like what how can you be my child (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's going to be an interesting debate after you see it. Maybe it won't be a debate. Maybe you'll agree. But what did she not like about it, did she say? She has not seen any of the Star Wars movies for a really long time, and she's not a fan of that whole thing, I guess. I don't know. How how could that be? It's been years since I've seen any of the
0: the older ones too, but Uh, I (laughs)
2: force-fed her Star Trek when she was a kid. It was was your fault. And she was able to, like, relate to the Star Trek movies, (laughs) the J.J.
1: Abrams Star Trek movies. She liked it. I I used to get all annoyed when people confuse Star Trek with Star Wars. I totally get annoyed. Because I I hated Star Trek, so I'm like, Star Wars is so much (laughs) better! How can you do that? I Um,
2: love them both.
1: Well, but that's great. They are
3: very, very,
1: very different. Yeah. <laughs> this and one I'm, was so exciting. Oh my gosh! Because it's been so long. Like honestly, I got a little teary. Oh yeah. At totally. like, the beginning, with the logos scanning back and then the text. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I went. It to, so awesome. I got tickets for the seven movie marathon. <laughs> I <laughs> but I didn't watch all seven in theaters because I would have had to be there for. God, like <laughs> 21 hours. An eternity. I um, so I watched the prequels at home the night before, and then I got to the theater at 10 in the morning, and I watched the episodes 4, 5, 6, and then 7, all back to back and it was Ugh. so much fun. Yeah. Everyone there was just having the best time and it was like it was it was fantastic. It was this great atmosphere of such yeah. love and passion and fantastic cosplay and that's, um, that's so great cuz cool.
0: like you know that's not going to happen again like even with episode 8 we're never going to reach quite this peak of excitement yeah. about, I having not had a good Star Wars movie for some I don't even know how many years.
1: Yeah, Anna didn't see the movie. We didn't take her, but she knows of the Star Wars Mm -hmm. because she has a Darth Vader pajama set. (laughs) And lately she's been doing this thing where she'll put like a coat or a napkin or something just kind of draped over her head so she looks kind of like a Jedi. And then she'll say, I'm Star Wars.
3: (laughs) Just Star Wars, not Jedi,
1: not, yes. I love that so much. Just Star Wars. That's so good.
0: I can't believe you Adorable. bought her Darth Vader pajamas. What kind
1: of role model are you? <laughs> My husband actually bought them. Ah. Of course, she has
0: Darth Vader
1: pajamas. <laughs> yeah, and then she was asking, like, when we were going, like, is that the Darth Vader movie? Oh, and we're like, yeah, sweetie, it's Darth that's Vader. So funny, <laughs> yeah. It'd would get, it would her, be like, too scary. It would be too scary. She gets scared easily these days. What I hope it, that she come, overcomes that. Is it PG thirteen or I assume? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Mm. There's some violence. Yeah, quite lightsaber a bit. battles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I guess we shouldn't spoil anything. Ex- you know, if there's somebody <laughs> out there listening, <laughs> there are lightsaber battles in Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> like Linda who hasn't seen it yet. Well, you can spoil it after January 14th. Yeah, okay. I think by that time it'll be old enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, look, new movies—they're gonna every other every year. So main chapters. Um, you know, coming in 2017. 20... 17, next up uh, is Rogue One. Yes, Rogue One, written by my friend Gary Widow. Hey. Yeah. Awesome. The next few years of my life are going to be
0: pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to have Star Wars forever. i love to have a media die. franchise to base my existence around. There will be Star Wars forever. <laughs> yes. Now that the Force has awakened. Oh, Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: What was that Assassin's Creed joke you made upstairs that was terrible? Uh, when Jacob and Evie were kids,
0: they were small fries. <laughs>
1: <Leave.
3: laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just disappointed in myself I didn't make that joke sooner. But you have a good head start on me.
0: Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been incubating it for a while now. Yes. It's been cooking.
3: I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I finally got on the Assassin's Creed train.
1: Yeah, I'll, so did everybody else. I'm the only one in the office that... You're yeah, the last play. one to fall. I feel so. so like
0: I haven't had this much success since I got everyone into A Song of Ice and Fire, and that that was a, a very thorough conquering on my part. And that was the books too. That was before the series came out. I got like twelve people to read those books, <sighs> which I'm still proud of to this day. Although I don't think many have forgiven me. But this this I I'm quite pleased with the results that I've achieved with Assassins. There's people who
1: didn't like. Okay. There are I mean, that didn't they're like probably and nice sad and, fire, and wounded
0: because I got them into a series that still isn't over.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear George R. R. Martin, like, apologized on his blog? Did he? That book, no. Six, is not done wow. yet. Because <sighs> I think everybody was asking because, you know, they've exhausted all the material for the TV show. Like, yeah. what's going to happen? And then he said something like, uh, you know, there's going to be diverging paths in the – the TV show will do some things that the book doesn't do and vice versa. Honestly, so, yeah, whenever wow.
3: I see a movie or TV show that's based off a book, I always kind of hope that they have um, – like mm-hmm. take, the, take the initiative to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you try too hard to be exactly the same, that's when you fall on your face.
1: Yeah. Yes. The last season of Game of Thrones was vastly, vastly different than – it material in a good way though
0: i kept finding things out where i'd be like wait what happened like who died who was where in what country and whatnot like yeah they really took some some interesting liberties yeah i mean there were some things but um yeah so i'm really interested to see how it goes yeah and don't tell me a darn thing about the next season
1: of the show because i am very i'm paranoid (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. There have been sightings. There have been posters. You've seen the poster. Okay, I, I've seen. Okay, that
0: I that that's not even a spoiler. <laughs> we all knew that that was not an issue.
1: That's this not is what very I care dangerous about. It's as right I get now. into Let's it. Yeah. This yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has to go look at the poster if they don't want to. I don't care about the poster. I care about what happens like in the
0: mid-season finale. Wasn't Star Wars great? <laughs> Star yeah. Wars was great. Courtney no. and I saw the Hateful Eight,
1: and it traumatized oh, me. Oh But it was so good. It was so much blood. Oh, so much blood. <laughs> going back to game of thrones though. Okay. There's a trailer. The supposed supposedly a teaser trailer okay. for the next season it was just a bunch of footage from the previous season cut together. <laughs> That's really I'm cheap. like, what? what? This doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> like cheating. It doesn't tease anything. Like I knew all of it this It teases already. your memories. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there. Oh,
3: yeah. It makes me think of um, when the last season of Battlestar Galactica came out, it had been like a year since any previous content or something. Mm-hmm. So they did this great like 10 minute recap of the entire show and they were talking really fast and someone could, it was really nice and well put together and I want every show to do that because I have no idea what's going
2: on. That was really good because that's a complicated plot. Yeah.
3: Lots of things happened in that show. Don't ask me what.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I want to nominate this particular podcast for the longest time we've gone without
1: speaking about video games. We did just talk about Syndicate, though. Yeah, you did talk about (laughs) Syndicate. I ruined it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to the video games then. Something that makes Courtney very, very excited. We got some details, sort of, on the (laughs) NX. Yes. Did we? (laughs) Well, you can – so – NX, by the way, if you haven't been following Enthusiast Press, Nintendo's next console.
3: Yes, NX is its code name. We don't know its real name yet. And uh, yeah, so uh, there was a report today from a like a stock market blog that specifically follows Asia that a um, investment bank is has like changed the value of Nintendo stock because they have information that leads them to believe that. The NX will, first of all, be revealed what it is in sometime between March and May. Second of all, the mm. console itself will be revealed in June. And third of all, that the console will go on sale between October and November. Oh, my which, gosh. However, this is not an official announcement, but there <laughs> is, like, some money behind it. So it's, it's kind of complicated. Yeah. It's somewhere in the realm between speculation and real world It kind impact. of
1: sounds like the... Um Kind of the time frame for what they did for Xbox One.
3: Yeah, it's they not. They talked
1: f- about it and kind of introduced it in uh, May, mm-hmm. and then the big deal was at E3. Yeah,
3: I'm not too surprised, honestly. That that was that's pretty much the timeline that I would have guessed at. Like, I would I would love it if the NX came out a little bit later because I love the Wii U, and I'm worried that people expecting the NX to come out has hurt Wii U sales. Um, but I'm also excited for the NX, and I'm desperate to know what it is. And <laughs> it makes perfect sense that they would, you know, debut the console at E3. And I think at this point it would be weirder if they didn't talk about it at E3. Yes, that's yeah. true. Although My- Wii U
1: sales—I'm sorry, Wii okay. U sales—like we finally sprung for a Wii U over the holidays. We are now a three-console household. You even are responsible for Wii U sales going up.
0: Congratulations. I guess
1: I actually haven't turned on the PS4 yet. <laughs> <gasps> my husband has uh, but I haven't but I have to because Amplitude is PS4 exclusive and I'm going to be playing that but, but yeah the Wii U okay and I interrupted you no I'm sorry. I was just going
0: to say I want to know if I don't remember what kind of bet we made with Stephen Dutzman about when the NX would come out but I just want to know if we lost it or not if it gets announced don't or don't if remember. it comes out at the end of this year I don't remember either
3: I think it's yeah. there it's, is money
0: behind this it's my money <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I could lose no but um, I mean Nintendo announced in or it was Revealed in October that Nintendo had started shipping dev kits for the NX. So at that time, it was it was clear that it was possible that it might come out by the next <laughs> holiday season. So in other words, like, it's not totally improbable. Um, I, I was talking to a guy who used to work at, at at Xbox, and he was talking about how, based on the release date for the dev kit, he would guess that, like, the appropriate amount of time would be for the console to come out, like, in early 2017, but I think that they would want to go for the holiday shopping rush, so they yeah. might rush yeah. it. But I mm-hmm. hope that, like, they, I hope they have a successful debut with lots of good content, which also makes me nervous because we don't know anything about Zelda, and <laughs> they might try to do another simultaneous console release like they did with Twilight Princess, which came out for GameCube and Wii at the same time, and I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> you sound so sad and disillusioned about this entire thing. I just don't want to have to buy Zelda twice, okay? And you know I might. <laughs> I might buy it for both. <laughs> Honestly, Courtney, <laughs>
0: wow. I really wouldn't be surprised if you bought Zelda twice just for for the love of Zelda.
3: You know, I do have a lot of love to give. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, like geez. specifically to Zelda.
1: Yes. Um so huge news today. Oculus price and pre-orders started today. Yes, yes six hundred dollars. It's expensive. It is expensive. How do we feel about six hundred bucks?
0: I mean, I wasn't ready to spend three hundred bucks on it, so I'm not ready to spend six hundred bucks either. It doesn't make a difference to me. Uh, ben Couture wrote an interesting. Uh, piece on Polygon he actually talked to Palmer Lucky about how the the price had gone up from what they had been banding about like Palmer Lucky had been saying oh 300 400 something like that but they really wanted to increase the quality of the components of the Oculus and make sure that it was actually the best headset on the market in terms of latency and just how how good how good quality it was in terms of graphics so um the price has gone up. From what it was predicted.
3: Yeah, it is true that if VR doesn't immediately catch people's attention and feel Mm -hmm. good and healthy immediately, like like it doesn't make you nauseated, if you feel sick when you're wearing a VR helmet, you're probably not, or headset, you're probably not going to try any other headsets after that because you'll assume that you feel sick because it's VR instead of you feel sick because it was poorly made. Mm -hmm. So it's in Oculus's best interest in the long run to do a really good job opening, like right out of the gate because they're trying to convince someone to, like, Jump onto this
2: really new
3: and complex piece of technology. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And
2: there are a lot of games available. I think relatively for the Oculus compared to other headsets. But I read something on GeekWire this morning. Uh, Taylor Soper is down at the CES computer show, uh-huh. and he tried out the Vive. Oh yeah, and he was blown away by that. Mm. He thought that was better. Really? Than the Oculus. So, oh, wow. I mean. I don't know. I I want to get some, one, but I just don't know which one at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: I I think that if the. Is it Vive or Vive? I don't know. I think it's Vive. Vive. If the Vive or PSVR got, uh, already knew that they were going to cost significantly less than $600, then it would have made a lot of sense for them to announce it today,
1: and they yes. didn't. Mm. So it might be <laughs> similar, yeah. for,
3: but that might also might mean nothing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. The Oculus 2 looks like it's going to have the first-to-market
0: advantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, And it has the most brand recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vive will be interesting because HTC, I know, is not doing terribly hot as a company. So it's an interesting partnership for Valve. We'll see how that goes. I've heard the best things aesthetically about PlayStation VR just in terms of how comfortable it is to wear. But uh, I guess, the, I mean, the, the headset, the Oculus headsets that Courtney and I tried at, pa- at PAX were the De- DevKit 2 headsets, so I'm not sure what the final market version of Oculus will feel like. Yeah, mm. honestly,
3: comfort is yeah. going to be so important. It's a big Huge. deal. Yeah. 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 If, you to, if you have to sit there with this big heavy thing balanced on your head, especially if you wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like some people in this
3: room.
2: Yeah, like some people. Mm. Hmm. There's also that controller that the Oculus has. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. The touch controller. Yeah, it's yeah. coming out in the second half of the year you're not gonna be able to see your hands so being able to use a controller right yeah that will sort of simulate your
3: hands in the reality Mm -hmm. of the game
1: this will work with the xbox controller though too right it will yeah Yeah.
3: so like lucky's tale for instance uh feels a lot kind of like banjo kazooie or super mario 64 Mm -hmm. though honestly like being inside the game like playing that game in vr was so much cooler than i thought it would be Mm -hmm. which is kind of Like, the tagline (laughs) for every experience I've had with VR is, like, I thought it'd be fun, and it was incredible. (laughs) Um, So that game uh, uses very traditional controls, Mm. which works really well for it. But um, it's cool that I think the touch controllers will be... Exciting, mm-hmm, too. Definitely.
2: Yeah, you're out of luck if you're like me and you have to, like, actually look at the buttons before you press them. no. no. <laughs> you're out of luck in so many ways. Wow. Well, there's
0: the question of what kind of, of, the, of the PC specifications, too, because aren't they – they're selling a bundle, I believe, with Oculus that comes with a, a – Power a super powerful gaming PC that yeah. can work with it, and that I think comes out to something like fourteen hundred dollars for the correct. PC plus the Oculus Rift. Yeah, and that bundle goes on sale in February. Um, oh wow! Yeah, most
3: PCs are not ready to mm-hmm. work They're with Oculus already. Right <laughs> yes, it most such... PCs
1: aren't current game ready to yeah. run yeah. games. It's expensive to buy a PC that can actually. Mm-hmm. run your games yeah, so in a way that is not laggy. For sure. So in a way, like, Oculus is asking a lot of its
3: consumers because it's not just asking you to buy, like, a console. It's asking you to buy the console, which is the headset in this case, and you also need to have this really nice computer.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That kind of ties into what I think you're going to announce as the next topic. Um, there's something that I don't know about the Oculus, which is um, – If you're just watching movies with it, does the PC still need to be as powerful since it's not rendering things in real time? Um, But one of the the interesting things that we learned from this... D by a company whose name has completely escaped me is that uh, one of the things that the public is most interested in when it comes to the oculus rift or vr in general actually is watching movies and tv shows on it and then gaming is number two on that um oh wow that's interesting. yeah that was really yeah. interesting to me yeah and the other interesting hmm. <laughs> statistic that came out of that was that while of people are aware of VR technology. Only something like 25% can actually name a single company or brand that is making a VR headset, which to me, I don't know much about... I, I guess how what the, the sample size of this and what that means in relation to, you know, the U.S. as a whole. But basically what they're saying is only a quarter of U.S. consumers can recognize an, a VR brand that's coming out, even though tons of people are really interested in it. So that to me says that at Oculus and the other companies have kind of a hard road ahead of them, especially because... People are interested in this, and they're interested in it as a leisure device, but they don't know what they're called, and they're super expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
3: it doesn't surprise me too much, honestly, that only a quarter mm-hmm. of Americans have heard of Oculus because, like
0: – Well, it, any brand. Uh, or of yeah. any brand, yeah. Of the people that were polled, Oculus was the, the most recognizable brand. Right. Um, but, like, the people – the number of people that were enabled to, to, able to name – any of them, so PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, and Google right. Cardboard included in that.
3: Well, VR is is going to be a luxury product for a while. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's so expensive to create and produce that, um, I don't know, it's hard to see it becoming mainstream right away.
2: It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what happens once the advertising machine gets cranked up. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there will be a lot of mainstream advertising, but how are they going to evoke the experience of vr it's difficult yeah <laughs> advertisement I, that's like I it know. was like with the 3ds yeah.
1: like how do you yeah. show that that i mean i guess the yeah. advertising for the 3ds ended up being okay but i was always curious like yeah how are you going to show that the, so the products like the 3ds and like virtual
3: reality are you really need to be looking at them in order yeah. to like Understand, I I was not interested in VR technology at all until I tried it, and yeah. oh, it's the
2: coolest thing ever! Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll just have to go to every street corner and let you try out your right. headset. Yeah, oh, they could like maybe. go to malls of America, yeah. and Best Buy, yeah.
1: <laughs> then. Uh, 3DS. Was it 3DS or regular DS? I don't know. It was so many years ago. They had a kiosk set up in JFK, the airport. And oh, that's wow. smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
3: Nintendo does that kind of thing a lot, though. They yeah. travel with their consoles fairly often to show them off.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And there was something I was going to say, and it went right out of my head. <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl commercial, I bet. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That could be a good one. Yes. I think that, that that's going to kick off the marketing. Oh, gosh. Is coming up, isn't it? <laughs> I Can guess we all acknowledge I, I Nicole's pun? Are you, you just think... going
0: to let that slide? Nicole I'm made gonna, an amazing pun. I'm going to ignore no one... it. <laughs> okay.
1: Because I respect you. I didn't even realize what I was doing. And I don't know exactly when the Super Bowl is because I don't follow football. Some of my friends do, and they continue to be excited on Sundays. So I assume that the Super Bowl hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I just know I it's, it's been February. I just
3: know it's been about a year since Left Shark, which is oh my what I really care about.
2: <laughs> in oh this my gosh, world. you're right. I don't know exactly the date, but I think it's around the first part of February, and I do know that the Seahawks still have a chance. That's all we nice. need to know. They're in the wild card. It
3: bothers yeah. me. So this year is Super Bowl 50 and they've always used Roman numerals, but this year they decided not to use the Roman numeral L because they thought it would be confusing, despite the fact that they've finally at the the the, <laughs> the number L, which is so good. So now they're switching back to numerals just not to just not to confuse the American public. Yeah. They would have figured it out. Yeah. We're
1: not we're not You don't spell Super Bowl with two Ls. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: I mean, it would seriously. have been cool. <laughs>
1: Super Bowl, Super Bowl,
3: la, yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I like it better than um, Super Bowl. What was the XL was last year? I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of that's kind of bad no, too. That's, honestly, yeah, uh, that's pretty great. I think. <laughs> <laughs> X X X. Yes.
1: So v, that's I, my. I, I, I predict that there will be Oculus commercials during the Super Bowl.
2: I hope so. so. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um totally totally different news. The Independent Games Festival has announced their finalists. Um this is something that, you know, tries to bring more of uh, the spotlight to independent games. The awards are announced during GDC, the game developers conference that happens every March. Her story had like a yeah. bazillion entries on this. They've been sweeping, sweeping those those in the awards. Yeah, that yeah. was Polygon's game of the year Polygon's too. game of the year. Wow. which is it's a great game. It I'll is. It. I, finally I finally got to play oh, it. You did? Yeah. I played it
0: too. Um,
1: Yay.
3: did you I,
0: both finish? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. I I
3: liked it, but I would not put it in my top 10 list for t- actually <gasps> for 2015. Gasp. Maybe, maybe <laughs> top 10, definitely not top 5. I don't know. I I think I came in with really high expectations. Like, it had been super mm. oversold
0: to me by mm. the time I played it. And then it was, I'm sorry. No, it's and good, And yet though. somehow you enjoyed Syndicate just fine.
3: Syndicate's great, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I really liked
1: it. I yeah. I thought it was really great.
3: It's yeah. It is very good. I don't want to act like
0: I'm a hater. Mechanically, yeah. it's it's just so interesting to me, and the acting was incredible. So, yes. And I'm a sucker for murder mysteries. You could put murder mysteries in anything, and I'd be like, yes, hello, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Let I, me spend money on that. Um, married, I turn into yeah. a really fake English person, apparently, when that
1: happens. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mini Metro was another one of the games nice. that was yeah, on there. Linda, you reviewed that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think Mini Metro could end up you know, sucking a lot of people in. Mm. It's got that thing where, you know, you think, oh, I'm just going to do one more. It's <laughs> dangerous. Two hours later.
0: I've got to download that. On a scale of one to ten, how relaxing would you
2: say mini metro is? It's um, not relaxing at all. Interesting. <laughs> <And> <laughs> sort of really kind of re- I, – I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to explain because um, when you first start out – uh, things are going kind of slowly, mm-hmm. and you're putting things on your tracks and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, it just goes, <laughs> you know, crazy, and you're like trying life. to <laughs> save all your people and get them on the trains, and and then you can't because there's just too many things going on. They so, have to get left behind. Yeah, <laughs> so you end up, you know, failing the public often and. <laughs> Well, that stress- okay, that's just a real life simulator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it stresses me out a little bit, but I thought it was really fun. I mean, I think you need a little tension in your games to make them more fun, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's true. Yeah. I was just thinking public transportation in San Francisco is terrible. And looking at Courtney because she used to live there. Yeah, Well, did you I deal in the, the East Bay? Um, I know, but did you deal with any of the public
3: transportation? So, there? Here's the thing: I love <laughs> Bart. Bart is great. Bart was great. Um, Bart does not take you very many places in the city of San Francisco. It goes in a straight line, and it if you want to, yeah, yeah. So if you want to go and explore the wharf and look around, you're going to have to take buses, and at some point, or maybe the Muni, which is like a streetcar. Or they have cable cars, too, but they're expensive. And they also and have buses. Yeah, I started with buses. Yeah. yeah. So the buses, and they have Muni, and they have... I mean, Muni. Muni is buses and cable cars. Right. There's like I'm thinking because there's two different kinds of Muni vehicles. Anyway, every time I go to San Francisco, I'm always convinced that I'm going to either, I'll just walk there, it's not very far, or I'll just take a bus, it'll be easy. And I always, always end up walking like five miles up a super steep hill, no matter what I do. <laughs> Like I don't know for a late I, bus. Yeah, and somehow it's like eight hours later, and none of us have eaten, and we're all miserable. <laughs> and It starts raining, and I love you, San Francisco. I love you so much.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't love you, San Francisco, um, especially not Muni. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> on to uh, PlayStation Now, which is a service that you can subscribe to that allows you to stream. Old games has lots and lots of games available now. 300 games. 300 games. 110 of which were PS3 exclusives. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that list is very, very impressive.
0: I was Mm -hmm. like, hmm. Yeah, they added, I think, 43 or so new games to the service uh, this week. And they're doing for until, oh, gosh, I think it, until January 9th, they're letting people sign up for a year-long subscription for $99.99. Uh, they previously let people sign up for a one-month or a three-month. Um, so this is kind of a, a sh- holiday deal that's going on right now, and that's going to end soon. Um, and if you already have a three-month or a one-month, you can upgrade it to the year-long um as long as that promotion is running, uh, unfortunately, it's escaping me how much the three month regularly costs. But it, it is like it will save some like a, a considerable sum of money ninety nine ninety nine for the year. For the do you service. guys have that? No, I don't because oh. I'm lazy and I only play one game, and that game is Assassin's Creed
1: Syndicate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know; it wouldn't be worth it for me either. I yeah. just don't have the time. Well,
0: yeah, like for me, there's so 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 many old games available for it, and. That's paralyzing to me. Like, the idea that I would be paying, like, assuming that I didn't make it for the, the year-long subscription and was buying a three-month. That would have to be, for me, like, three months where I was playing old games nonstop to feel like I was getting my money's worth mm. out of that. Uh, a, I just don't have the time. It's hard enough looking at my Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many games
3: that I bought because they looked so good and I wanted to support the developers and then, like... 12 months. At least later. that's not yeah. a
0: subscription. At least you're not like I'm never yeah. going to be able to play it again if I don't.
3: Yeah, no, I don't regret no. I don't regret buying those games yeah. because I'm glad to support because the people who Steam made them. Because sales exist.
0: Yes. <laughs> but, I mean because supporting developers is important,
3: but I do feel guilty for never having played so many of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's not as bad as it used to be where you would have stacks of boxes, which Isaac (laughs) and I used to have in our house. Stacks of boxes that never – the shrink wrap was never removed. no. Yes. Yeah. It's – yeah, that was sad. Sort of like all the (laughs) books I buy that I never read too. They just just pile up. Yeah. I, I don't buy hardcover books like at all anymore. Everything is on my nook. I'm out of mm. space for physical books. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much am too. I just I bought hardcovers recently because I knew I was going to so, see the authors speak and being able to have them signed. Mm, yeah, so yeah. that's the only reason. That's the only <laughs> reason to buy one now, in my opinion. So, Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming to B.C. on January eighth. Yay, Yay! None of us have PCs. <laughs> Oh, that's Where right. Are. You have a Mac. Yeah. Well,
0: if you could call it that, I call it a blazing pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> With a with a little yesterday, tiny Dell logo in the corner. Oh uh, yeah, tiny Dell logo. No, actually, oh, no, it's an Asus my, and it has God. an Apple logo on it because I put a an Apple sticker on it. Um, such Covering <laughs> up the Asus logo. Yes, uh, if it were a Mac, it would be running a lot better right now. I bet oh, my roommate would kill me if he heard me say that. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I was writing in a freaking Google Doc and it kept freezing. And just, it'd be like, no, sorry, you can't click on any of your browser windows right now. And then it, it would go in stages. So at first I couldn't click on anything and I could move the mouse around and then be like, ah, oh, but now you can't move the mouse. Ah, <laughs> and now the screen's going to turn white. I was just sitting there like, I, I'm literally just <laughs> writing an article. What is wrong with you? I really need to get this computer fixed. I know it's been a year. Please don't <laughs> talk to me about it.
1: Okay then. Yeah. Anyway, that's I why guess you I don't play care Rise about to the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider could come out for yes. anything. I don't. I don't care. There's still I'm no release date for, for PS4. It Some could be year. another year or so. I
0: can wait. I've got all all my life to wait.
3: <laughs> <We've> got <laughs> Assassin's
0: Creed to keep us yep. company <laughs> for a
1: year. Seriously,
0: uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I am see. planning on replaying it. So.
1: Yeah, so Forbes does this thing for lots of different industries where they say they have their 30 under 30 list. And they did it for video games. I think this is the first year they've done it for games.
2: Mm. No, they
1: did it last oh, year. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah um, so. Palmer
2: Lucky was number one last year. Yeah,
1: he wasn't on there this year. Mm-mm. Did he just turn 30? I think He's maybe, no,
2: 20 no, no, no. He no. 23. Oh,
3: okay. We learned today that Palmer Lucky baby. is an infant child. He yes. He was born in. That
2: t- explains a few things. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. Born You're
0: 1992,
2: that makes me want to cry.
0: Uh, It
2: makes uh, me want to be
0: a baby again. You guys. You guys, don't complain. Uh, Yes. Seriously.
3: It's weird because I feel like I'm now entering this part in my stage of my life when all these people who are famous and respected and treated like industry leaders, and I'm suddenly realizing that they're, like, very close to or sometimes younger than me, and that has, like, never happened before
1: in my life. So, like, for that reason, it's really weird. It's weird for me for, like, actors and singers and everything because, like, I've been, like, removed from pop culture except Mm -hmm. for games for the last three years. And (laughs) suddenly I see an actor that I think is kind of cute and, hello, he's 10 years younger than me. When the (laughs) hell did this happen? That's the perfect age. (laughs) Anyhow, whatever. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, 30 Under 30, Captain Sparkles is on the list as Simone throws her phone. Simone got to meet Captain Sparkles this year. Captain well, Sparkles is, yeah. is cute. And I didn't he is know. very He's cute. He's a very nice man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't really recognize anybody else on that list, which is oh, a shame. Well,
2: a couple of women.
1: Yeah, there, there were. were. We Nine out on. of
3: 30 were, were ladies. Yeah, I counted. A couple <laughs> of yeah.
2: uh, women we covered on Remeshed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Zoe Quinn yeah. was on there. Oh, yes. And yes. Uh, Nina Freeman, right. who oh, made yeah. the game Sybil, uh,
3: which I still haven't played. It's in my Steam library. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's actually just a... Couple of freelance writers on there. Interesting. Um, so, see, you guys could have been on there. Darn. Should have been on there. <laughs> yeah. why, why didn't well, anyone? Why still weren't have a, you on there? Have a few more years before we turn thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we're like, okay, we Kizzy's got it. four more years. You and I have five more years.
1: Yeah, Better start writing this. some good stuff, you guys. Yeah, oh I God. always take these things with a grain of salt too. Because <laughs> wow! Like, wow! Fighting words <laughs> from my own employer <laughs> is because they're kind of based on Forbes's circle. And yeah. Forbes oh, yeah. doesn't have vast knowledge of everybody who's out there. Whenever yeah, you so. make a list like this, some element is just
3: sort of about, you know,
0: popularity and mm-hmm.
3: your yeah. personal network. and Yes, yeah. absolutely. As opposed,
0: as opposed to what it should be about, which is appreciating me. Yeah, <laughs> my contributions.
3: You should have been all 600 names on the list. <laughs> yeah, there were, I really there were should have. Yeah, there were 20 categories. So it was actually, there were 630 under 30s Holy total. Crap. Wow. I think that
0: that's the right number,
3: maybe yeah. 400. But it, there no, was a lot more it than was, 30.
2: It was 600. Yeah. Well, everything like, from food to yeah. uh, Can you be in multiple banking?
0: industries at once, like if I'm really no. good? at oh.
3: <laughs> 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 What if I'm
2: you so need, good at everything? You need <laughs> like a
3: a. Put, to create like an alternate persona where you wear like a hat and a mustache, and then you could be two people at once. I could just use my real mustache. Okay, there oh, you I'm go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to be able to take it off when you're writing about games. Oh oops. yeah, that's true. <laughs> you should just use
1: your evil elf hat. Evil. evil. Your evil elf hat. Evil. Did you get to see the evil elf hat? Oh, man. Who gave that to you? My mother.
0: She has one for herself as well. It's a a headband and then it has a very pointy elf hat with a little bell on the end.
1: Large. And it is large.
0: (laughs) It makes me look basically like a unicorn with a bendy horn. Um, You can actually see it in my Game of the Year video for Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is worth watching. Oh, yeah. You have seen it then. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. It, It is the best hat in the entire world. I wore it probably for a week straight. Um and Shit. I missed yeah yeah we can all vouch for that because I was wow. sitting at my desk jingling bobbing my head and jingling it's okay yeah nice <laughs> last time I wore that sweater with a
3: bell on it and I kept ringing it during the podcast so
0: but that was for safety reasons yeah sure <laughs> yeah as a warning to, <laughs> to others s- to safety stay bell. away from you yeah. uh, <laughs>
1: safety did you take home your cane yes okay good <laughs> Simone has
0: no more knives in the office actually I do me- have a knife in my desk it's oh. a serrated knife for bread. Oh, um, but I did take home the sword cane that Nicole so kindly gave me for Christmas, yes. making her officially my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's an. Amazing I have no pop. bad words for you this week. Thank you. <laughs> what was that, Linda?
2: That's an amazing prop. It is
0: yeah. so nice. It's yeah. a prop that props because it, it'll prop you. Cause it's cane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, you're officially my least favorite.
1: <laughs> I'll leave. It was funny when that came um, in the box. I was just like, "What is that?" And I, he like he opened it up. I'm like, "That's Simone's present." And he was looking at the box, and it says like. Like in five places. This is not a toy. <laughs> not for anybody under seventeen. It's wow. just a little pointy.
0: It's not a big deal. Just a little. It's wonderful. It matches my gold watch, uh, so, which makes me officially insufferable.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on. Please, so- please help me dig me out of this hole. <laughs> So there's been some interesting uh, stuff written about educational game funding. Linda, remind me of her name, the woman who's been doing these series. Sandy Chen. Sandy Chen. Yeah. So um, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, prove that? it. <laughs> prove
0: it because that's the least interesting sentence I've ever heard.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not the
2: most riveting thing, honestly. <laughs> but, um, uh, it was just talking about... Educational game developers, and there are lots and lots of them now. A lot of indie game, you know, serious game developers, and they're always looking for funding. As we all know, if we ever go on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, Mm -hmm. so that's one source of funding. And then they can get corporate sponsorship, and they can get grants. And actually, there's a big government program that gives people grants to do independent games and educational games. But um, there's a lot of red tape takes a lot of time to yeah apply, so i I don't know, I guess the upshot is that it um it's still really hard to get your game out there, <laughs> even though there's a lot of money available. It just takes a lot of time and effort to actually get your hands on the money. I wonder so, how much yeah.
0: time is spent finding funding versus actually making. The game. That sounds like such a complicated process. Well, I mean, I
2: think it's like anything else. These people have a passion. They want to make a great game, and that's where their heart and soul goes. But then they don't realize they need to spend a lot of money on distribution and marketing, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so then they're kind of stuck. Maybe they have a game, but then they can't get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Very few.
1: Uh, independent developers and have any type of marketing budget at all. <laughs> Speaking exactly. of fundraising,
3: uh, Psychonauts Two just passed its goal on Fig for mm-hmm. raising money, and now has I think it earned three million three hundred thousand dollars was its goal. Yeah, so it See, is that's happening. a standout. Yeah, yeah, but it
2: happens to to games, but it's most studios rare. can't yeah. pull that off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Tim Schafer, obviously great reputation. He also strutted out during the game awards and was like, hey, we want to do this. Come support us. (laughs) The the double fine And that was the whole reason that he was out there. Like, I thought he was going to, like, present an award or something. No, he just (laughs) walked across the stage and said, we want to do Psychonauts too. Give us money. It worked? Yeah, it did work. Well, that's a
2: little bit of a controversy too because it's almost like, the people who don't need the money that badly can get it cuz they're famous already or they've done a, they have a track record with the game or yeah. or whatever but but the ones who are really just starting out and have never done it before have a hard time. Yeah.
0: I would say like I I'm, I'm sure I think that um double fine does need the money, but it is a very different world when you can say, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be able to ask for this publicly at a huge awards show and everyone is going to automatically trust me and believe that I can pull this off right. versus someone who has good intentions and a good concept. and But we don't have, I guess, the proof that they could yeah. be able to pull it yeah. off. They don't have the, the momentum to allow them to confront a million people at once and ask for that. It helps yeah. a
3: lot to have a big name attached to your yeah. project.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get famous um, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although like indie, I think indie stuff is starting to become mm-hmm. more more prominent. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her story is an example of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Polygon game of the year. I don't think you can get much more prominent yeah, than that. Good for so, them. That's yeah, great. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so we're not going to do all of these news um because there are so many of them. <laughs> but there is a great story. I love this story. Uh, Terry Garrett after five years, completed the ocarina of time, uh, and what's so special about it is that he is actually blind. Yeah, yeah, a lovely, lovely, it's a lovely human story. Yeah, did you write that story, Courtney?
3: I wrote it on Remesh. I think. Okay, yeah. So um, I've heard of him before because he posts his videos on YouTube, and he's been in the news a few times. It's like. When he, he has this one video towards the beginning of the series where he explains how it works, and you can see him playing through um, the Deku Tree, which is the first dungeon in the game. Uh-huh. And he has these, created this, like, stereo sound system where he has two speakers on, on the arms of his armchair, and then he uses the sounds. Plus, he, like, he has every single room memorized because it's been described to him. So he knows oh. as soon as he defeats each bad guy that if he walks straight forward that he'll be able to open the wall. But it really makes you look at the games in a different way when you try to imagine what it's like to not be able to see and yeah. it, it opens mm-hmm. an interesting conversation about accessibility in games too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. It's it is. kind of great sound design too, I imagine, that he's able to yeah, he actually ha- used that in order to play the game. Yeah, so yeah.
3: He, he's actually playing on an emulated version of the game, so I I assume that the original one had stereo sound too. I don't know for sure, and that's like that is I don't the same. Know either. Mm-hmm. But he used the the emulated version so he could create constant save states so that he wouldn't have because so much of it is trial and error. Yeah. And trying to yeah. learn the entire layout of every
1: single room before you can proceed through it. Mm-hmm. Not to bad. mention the trial and error of the bosses. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> That oh. is amazing. It's yeah, amazing. It's good for him. Yeah. Um, so we're going to segue into what we're playing. Um, <laughs> Simone and Courtney, obviously, have both been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I, I think I stop. played some other things. Courtney,
0: you should talk about yes, Assassin's Creed go. Syndicate. It's your Love term. It.
3: So <laughs> I did not think that I would be any good at Assassin's Creed. Um, and then I tried it and just immediately loved it. And I... Have been playing it nonstop. I would play. I've been playing it for as many hours per night as my partner can stand before he gets lonely and asks me to come and hang out. <laughs> <with him. laughs> Which nice. Yeah, I've been playing a lot. I love it so much. It's so fun. It's, <laughs> I'm conquering London and I'm beating up bad guys. And I'm doing these like stealthy assassin kills and I'm. Talking to famous historical figures, and it's so cool to walk around London because I've, I spent three months living in London for a study abroad program, and I recognize all of these places, and it's so cool, and I love it, and it's great, <laughs> and I love it, and it's a lot like Zelda. Which I'm, like, and affronted that no one ever told me. That's the article
0: that you should be writing, Courtney, is yeah. the similarities between Assassin's Creed and Zelda, or bleh, at least Syndicate and Zelda. Yeah. Ugh, my tongue is getting away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i really enjoying reliving the game through your eyes uh, since I have, again, been playing it since late October. <laughs> still, still going. Yes. Um, have yeah, you been just...
1: playing anything else? Yes, actually.
0: Okay. I have been playing... Um, I started playing an app today called uh, Two Dots, which is just another um, dot connecting game where you connect dots by color and you get points for how many you can chain together. And it's pretty chill. I'm enjoying it. I asked some people on Twitter for suggestions for relaxing games, and that was one of the ones I got. Um, If you're following me on Twitter, you know that I asked this like 40 minutes before the podcast started recording, although you probably don't know that I'm recording a podcast right now. So maybe, maybe... (laughs) Maybe we can pretend I've been playing it for longer than that. But, no, I've really enjoyed what I've played of it so far. Um, I have some hidden object games lined up that I'm interested in playing, so hopefully I can talk about those next week. And then there's a a coloring app called Pigment, which was also recommended to me that's basically like a coloring book. And you can, like, color in animals and um, shapes and stuff, which looks really cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about
1: that. Coloring books are Uh, great, and yet... People think that they're only for kids. They're not anymore. They're such not. a fad right now. I got one for Courtney she for Christmas. Is. It's wow. beautiful. Scandinavian.
0: Scandinavian designs. I, to jump in. Nice. I want to use highlighters on one page. <gasps> Ooh, That would be cool. <laughs> it's just all, I'm glad I didn't buy you any colored pencils. I'll let you oh, handle have, this I yourself. I
3: That's yeah. why you asked me if I had colored pencils, and then I didn't realize that that was what it was about when you gave me the book. <laughs> didn't I ask
0: you if you had colored pencils Like when I gave you the book, though? I thought – never mind. This is not important. No, it's not (laughs) important. Anyway, we need to come up with a better thing to call adult coloring books besides adult coloring books, which is a discussion we had yesterday. Yeah, that that doesn't sound (laughs) very Then the other option is coloring books for grownups, which, again, sounds like something you would tell a kid when you're like, oh, don't look at that. That's a coloring book for (laughs) grownups. Yes.
1: (laughs) just, like, uh, superiorly complex coloring books. (laughs) Yeah, Advanced Anna, coloring. She's started to pick up on some stuff because whenever we would have wine, you know, she'd oh. think it was juice and she would oh. ask for some. And I'd be like, no, this is just a drink for grownups. And so now when she sees something, she's like, that's just for grownups. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Well done. Paper, yes. <laughs> but I also think um, she may be reaching the point where she's going to start being mad about that. Uh-oh. Um because she's mad about everything oh, these gosh. days. You know, it's funny. My husband and I, um, she's uh, she's more than three and a half now. She'll be four in April. And, like, she's gone through all these stages. And my husband and I are like, wow, this was so bad. It can't get any worse than this. And then it's worse. And it's worse. And it's worse. And she's really bad right now. And it's just going to get worse I don't even <laughs> so raise a little maybe rebel. it
0: won't though maybe it'll get better maybe it's, it's good to be independent don't know. it'll you get know? better
2: when she's five Nicole okay. I'm sorry it's kind of long that, she just. Is is she that four not Two good? to five stage four was not good either. Oh yeah. yeah. She um, She just.
1: She whines about everything. Yeah. I think yeah.
2: that especially when they're so smart like she is, they get really frustrated all the time because yes. they mm. see all these things that they want to do and um, they have great imaginations and they're constantly frustrated because they can't quite do yes. that yet yes. So I do I run mean, into that. I don't blame. I don't blame them, honestly but this is looking <laughs> back on it from, you know, 30 years ago almost. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I mean,
1: everything I've read is like it's it's control. Like they have absolutely yeah. no control over their life the poor little so mm-hmm. they're pushing yeah. back on that. But the thing is she whines about everything. Everything and just really trying to get her to stop whining. So I've started this thing that one of my friends actually does. She has an older uh, daughter, but also one the same age as when her daughter's whining, she just says, "I can't understand that." Oh, <laughs> just, you know, I can't understand that, and that forces the kid to calm down and talk about it without whining. Nice. So that's my. My next project, uh, I have to get Isaac on board for that because he's still responding to her when she's whining, even though you can barely understand what she's saying.
3: My uh, (laughs) my boss at summer camp used to say, would you like some cheese with that wine? Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think they were so like taken aback by not understanding her horrible joke that they would sort of shut up for a minute. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think I can I can do that. I would with just, Anna would be like, "I don't want yeah. cheese." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it. She doesn't want anything. Like, "I'll make something for dinner." It's like, "Oh, we're having spaghetti and meatballs." I don't want spaghetti and meatballs. I don't like spaghetti and meatballs." I'm like, "Yes, you do. <laughs> you eat all the everything that I give you every time we have it." She's just, you know, she's contradicting us just for the yeah. sake of contradicting us, which is very very frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah. But back to what we're playing. Linda, what have you been playing?
2: Well, I've been playing a little bit of Tomb Raider. Oh, I'm nice. um, okay. um actually would love to be playing it constantly. It's really fun. Yeah. I mean, the cinematics and everything, you know. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. But I'm stuck on the part where you're trying to get past the frickin' bear. I can't kill that bear. Uh, I need to go find more mushrooms for my poison arrows and stuff. And then I have to try again because I've tried a bunch of times. This may be another situation where I call Chris up and I say, honey, can
1: you come over
2: and kill the bear? Use the trees.
1: (laughs) trees? You have to use the trees. You know how you can scrabble up into the trees and sit on the branch? Oh, that's a good tip. That's how you do it. That, that's how you well, do it. I looked
2: it up in the walkthrough, and they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't say, say anything that. about that. Yeah.
1: Well, that's how I did it, at least, because yeah. you get up to like a, a height that the bear can't get. Why you, didn't I text you, you a shoot, long time ago? <laughs> you just shoot him from there. Just Nicole w- is the Tomb Raider expert. Yes. yes. Okay.
2: So now as. I'll play through Tomb Raider and you'll be getting texts from me about every 20 minutes when I get stuck. Nicole, yeah. like, oh, what do you do about this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I won't do that, I promise. You should do that, though.
1: <laughs> um, so I've been playing Tomb Raider 2, uh, just trying to, I mean, I finished the game, the story part. I've been going through and trying to do all the challenge tombs and collect everything mm-hmm. and 100% the game and I am not going to be able to do that, and it makes me very sad. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's just going to take me a year because I have – no time to be playing that game yeah. and like you go through the areas and it tells you what percentage of completion you have for each area so i was doing the first ones and like oh I got 100 didn't take that long and then i'm in this huge area that's like you are 20 percent complete <gasps> in, in which i wanted to cry so that's how i feel there are
0: some areas of syndicate where you're like you have 10 out of 65 chests in this area and it's like <laughs> Why did you put sixty-five chests in this area? Yeah. Good lord! Um, but yeah. fortunately, you don't need them for trophies. Um, I don't think you do. So I need to have Courtney come over and shoot horses for me because I, I still can't am get much that trophy. Better, I'm much better at horse shooting. Yeah, <laughs> trophy. Trophy. <laughs> Courtney is a natural at horse shooting. I. I. Was really good at it the
3: first time I tried it, and since then I haven't been as good. But I, I killed many horses and felt bad about it.
1: But also excited.
0: Should.
3: Yes, that's wow. Funny.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you guys, you know, still care about trophies. Like I don't even look at achievements anymore because it's I like I just—it's going so to take me forever to get those achievements. I'm just going to feel bad about it. So I'm not even looking when I get one. It's like, hey, look! I care too much, and I
0: don't know why. Like there's this big debate over whether achievements are worthwhile or or not at all and I don't know it really just depends on the person like there's something so compelling about them for me especially once I get a certain amount in a game that I'm like well
1: I have to get the rest now. There would be no point unless I got all the trophies. I
0: used to be that way.
1: Yeah. And I've only gotten Maybe all... Maybe I should have a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is a long time ago. I've only gotten all the 100% achievements for the first Viva Pinata nice. and Bioshock. And let me tell nice. you, Bioshock, was that was a painful one to get. Um, so, yeah. So? What was the hardest achievement in that one? You had to finish the game on... Oh, okay, no, never mind, goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it took me a while, but I did it. On the bright side, you know, it's
3: nice if you're going to go and do these things and explore the game anyway to feel like after you got got to the end,
1: the the game has acknowledged you, and it's like, good work, here's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, and the cool thing about Tomb Raider, too, is it basically... like uh, during the loading screens, there's little, um, little, little bit of text that sort of tells you what is going on, where you are in the game right now. And the text at the bottom is basically saying what the future is for the most part. This oh. is what's going on now, and this is the future, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's yeah. another
2: game that I felt like Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Like I knew where I was all the time in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that. Like because yeah. you, you always feel like you know where you're going and. How you need to get there, and that's yeah, that's It's really wonderful. Good.
0: The sense of place in those games has always been a really important factor of it for me. Yeah. Simone that's pointed out maybe?
3: that after you defeat big bad guys in Syndicate, that you can go into bars and listen to them singing folk songs based mm-hmm. on your murder of the person, <laughs> which, which is, is really so cool.
0: cool.
1: I didn't nice. know that. Yeah,
0: it's definitely one of the coolest parts of the game. It, it only there. Are, I think there are four of the the bosses where if you defeat them, and you you can be in like the park, and you know there are some, sometimes people playing music and dancing in the park or in the bars and so you go into the pub and you can hear yeah the folk songs composed by austin wintry about your exploits which is such a cool touch for me like they really dug into the culture of london at the time with the working class and everything and like what they did for enjoyment like the things you can find around the city like the things that people are doing just for fun like the historical um, database entries are so funny they're really well written (laughs) Um, oh my god. I am so sorry for what I for what I have done to this office. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: the only person that is not playing it and you guys are just poop all over the place. I'm going to all log on Amazon after this. But I have, I, I have a Nintendo oh, story. I have a Nintendo story. Oh, tell me. I'm playing Mario Kart Yay! with Anna. Yeah, with Anna, which is super super cute. Um she kind of gets um she feels like she can't do it quicker than, you know, she should because, like, she'll hand me the controller at a certain point in the race. She'll be like, Mommy, I can't do this. But the last time she had handed me the controller, she had done an entire lap by herself.
3: Nice. Wow. I'm like,
1: you did a lap. You 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 know how to do this. You can do this now. That's so, so cool. She still needs some encouragement, but, like, uh, but she likes to sit next to me when I'm playing on the gamepad. and. Uh, tap the horn <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> that is so fun. cute it is pretty cool that's and awesome. does yeah. she have a favorite character uh no i don't think so she's been picking different ones mm-hmm. all the time so yeah that's uh, nice yeah cool. so um first um, time
3: i played mario kart i went over to my friend's house and her older sister would just sit me in front of it with princess peach and sherbert land and i would just play <laughs> that level over and over and over again that's yeah so
1: funny yeah, so what else? Uh, her Story, like I said, I played. I loved it. it was super awesome. Um, and Hearthstone, of course. I got my Golden Warlock. Yeah, Hooray!
0: congratulations. That's my
1: third Golden Hero. So which one are you doing next? I'm doing Druid because Steve Lubitz said he needed to commiserate with somebody. Oh. So, <laughs> But he doesn't need to. He's gotten up to rank like seven or something now. It's uh, nuts. Whatever. Although he, he plays a lot because every time I'm on there, he is on there. Like every single wow. time, <laughs> he probably just leaves that open so that he can jump on just in case. Probably, but you know, it would say that you're hanging out in the menu or oh. whatever. And he would look games? at the friends list is like doing battle in play mode. Oh wow, doing battle in Tavern <laughs> Brawl, doing battle in Arena. Oh, wow, that's so, funny. It's are funny. you yes. outing him right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. Well, he's being a show off, so whatever. Okay, he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, please send those to hello at pixelkin.org. You can follow us on Twitter at pixelkin underscore org and at Gaming with Moms. You can find us on Facebook, just simply Pixelkin. If you have uh, subscribed on iTunes, please review us. That helps us a lot. If you're listening on Overcast, you can recommend specific episodes over Twitter. So we hope that you will do that a lot as well. And we are on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can follow us on there. We were on the homepage today, so it should be super easy to find. And always check out our wonderful video content that we were just talking about, Simone and her, her elf hat. Uh, you can do get that at youtube.com slash pixelkin.org. And thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.